Welcome to the Power in Motion podcast, the show for women who want to develop a kinder relationship with their body so you can feel healthy, happy, and confident without restricting food, doing torturous exercise, or constantly worrying about the number on the scale. I'm your host, Kim Hagel, size inclusive fitness specialist and certified non diet health and life coach specializing in body image. This podcast is here to provide weight neutral, health at every size aligned information and coaching on sustainable habits and mindset shifts so you can feel your very best in the body you have right now. Let's lace up our runners and go for a walk while we chat. Well, hey there, friends, and welcome back to the Joyful Movement Show. This is episode 95, and we're joined again today with our co-host, Lisa McDonald. Hey, Lisa. Hello. How is everyone today? <laughs> well, I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm great. <laughs> awesome. Well, folks, we have a juicy episode planned for you today. I think it's going to be juicy. Uh, Lisa was scrolling on social media a little bit ago and came across a meme from the fitness industry that was kind of invoked some feelings, shall we say? Oh, yeah, some feelings. It, it yep. brought up some feelings. <laughs> and um, we thought we'd share it here on the show. And, you know, it's, it's just a good opportunity, I think, to to talk about a lot of the toxic messaging that comes out of the fitness industry and how it really does alienate people. Um, we've been talking on the show a number of times about fitness motivation sayings that are really anything but. I've given you a number of examples of those. But every once in a while, we come across a real zinger. Mm-hmm. And it's not only unmotivating, it's just nothing but shaming. So I'll quit rambling. How, would you like to sure, share yeah, what can, you read? I can dig in. And like you said, normally you see it, you keep moving. This one, not so much. So it was a meme about this guy who loves their gym. They have a coach. He's in the best shape of his life. But his friend makes fun of him for paying $250 a month because it's an expensive gym. So he shares a story that his friend pays $10 a month at a discount gym and he rarely goes. When he goes, his friend says he half-asses it and that he's overweight. So then the guy goes on to say that he was talking to someone about his finances and someone says, your friend can't believe you pay $250 a month to be in great shape. Well, I can't believe your friend is willing to stay fat for $240 a month. So like I said, when I read this, I... Normally, you just keep on scrolling when it's something you disagree with or you don't like, but this one stopped me in my tracks. I was like feeling all the feels. Mm-hmm. It was what birth- kinds of feelings? What, uh, what came up for you? I felt like shame for yeah. being the fat, overweight friend, I suppose, and yeah. uh, being like told I'm not doing enough by this yeah. random meme on the internet. <laughs> I, I guess it was like the shame in like for not paying more to be in the best shape of my life, for mm-hmm. not trying harder to do what someone else says will make me thin in theory yeah um then i got angry because i know that these thoughts aren't true for me uh on any level but even though though i've done a lot of work over the years this was it it, it really really hurt right mm-hmm. yeah i heard a lot of assumptions being made in that one little statement um a lot of assumptions about this person's health about their priorities about what they're doing when they go to the gym so let's talk about the guy who's paying 10 dollars mm-hmm. at the discount gym. yes whose friend says he half asses it to remain overweight uh-huh. that's that's another big thing for me yeah mm-hmm. so there's there's a whole bunch of things here to dig into and we're going to get deep with this because there's a lot. There's a, when the person reading these memes receives it, there is a lot that goes through their mind 
in a flash, like anger comes up. But then when you explore, there's all these thoughts underneath. So Mm -hmm. what are you thinking about the guy who is supposedly half-assing it at the $10 gym? Well, he's being judged. Yeah. For not trying harder. And so then I reflected that on myself. Yeah. Um, Not trying harder to be what someone else thought was ideal. Mm -hmm. It comes down to that, that gross assumption that the only reason we exercise is to change our bodies Mm -hmm. right so and this is so layered that first of all ten dollars a month is not enough to pay for quality results no and let's just put that one to bed like i think that you get out what you put in into Mm -hmm. any program so whether you put in zero dollars or ten dollars or 250 dollars it still comes down to the participant and what they put into it, right? Yeah. What, what they value. And what they're looking to get out of it as well. Mm-hmm. Because these two people might have entirely different priorities with their health. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, assuming that the guy, they just have different priorities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can only assume so much because it was just a meme on the internet. But yeah. <laughs> this is what I'm reading into it. Right. I think the thing that really rubs me the wrong way is this friend who is paying the big bucks to go to the expensive gym and has a coach is making an assumption about the friend who's going to the discount gym who's in a larger body and he's assuming this guy is half-assing it i'd like to know how does he really know that Mm -hmm. is he just believing that his friend is half-assing it because his body's not changing yeah and i think that's what often happens Mm -hmm. right is we we see somebody working out we see somebody who's joined a fitness program and we expect that because they're doing that their body's going to change and if their body doesn't change it's like well they must not be committed they must be half-assing it they're not putting the work in it's not working Mm -hmm. yeah that that sounds like how people probably judge me personally and so i Mm -hmm. think that might be why why you reacted as much as it did yeah Mm -hmm. Have you encountered that since you like you you and I work together on a personal training level? So you are investing Mm -hmm. in a significant way. But do you come across that verbally or just assumed that people if I I haven't personally realized it, if anyone is thinking it, that's good. (laughs) So enough of my family and friends know not to make any comments like that, which is lucky Um, because I do. I have said in the past, I do have a very good support system, but they might be thinking it for all I know. Who knows? (laughs) Chances are they're not. If you have you have good people in your life, right? And they know your boundaries. But also it's an ingrained mm-hmm. it's an ingrained like experience. Some people yeah. just assume it and some people have learned it and lived it for so long it's hard to break. Yeah. But it's one of those things people personally, you don't work out to necessarily lose weight. Mm-hmm. You work out to feel strong and get better stamina. Yeah. And um be able to keep up with your kids but if losing weight is a side effect of that it is what it is it's not a good or bad thing it's Mm -hmm. just a neutral Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. response to working out more yeah yeah so i think that's the first assumption that that came up for me when i when i heard you read this is that he's assuming that the guy isn't putting the work in because the weight isn't changing but the second part of it about the assumption that he's half-assing it I I would love to know the real story here and ask the guy, did you see him working out or not? Mm -hmm. And probably you didn't. And you're just making an assumption based on weight. But if you did, and I would like to talk about this because I just completed the size inclusive fitness 
specialist course with Louise Green. And we talked about how people in larger bodies, and this is just a neutral fact, have to work so much harder to do the same thing as a person in a smaller body. It's Newton's, I think, second law. I don't know. I, physics was a long time ago, but it was one of those <laughs> Newton's laws where mass times acceleration equals the force. So when you take a person who's of larger size and they move faster, they're going to be exerting more force. They are working harder. So it might look like they're moving slower than the person in the smaller body, but they are actually exerting a whole lot more effort. They are not half-assing it. No. And like you say, sometimes bodies simply don't change. Like no. They, we, we land at the, at the body size that our genetics predetermined for us that is like the most comfortable place for our body to live at. And just because our body doesn't change is not an indication of how hard we're working. No, not at all. And it, it's like, it's proven every time you see anything about dieting or anything else there's a reason why very few people stay at that dieted weight because their body isn't comfortable there mm -hmm. it's like a survival instinct mm -hmm. when your body is losing weight your body automatically triggers you to feel more hunger yeah. so that you eat more to keep your body where it's comfortable mm -hmm. weight wise mm -hmm. yeah it is it's survival like our body actually can't physically tell the difference between true starvation or famine and imposed restriction for the sake of weight loss. It all feels like we're starving. Mm -hmm. So our body does what it needs to do to hold on to every little bit of energy so that we feel safe. And yeah, body diversity is a real thing. So that's the first part of this is we don't want to make assumptions about someone's health or how hard they're working or their priorities in life simply because their body's not changing as a result of their exercise. Mm -hmm. I'd love to talk about the money part of it, too, though, because that was the other layer to this meme was that there was a real value placed on the $250 gym membership. And mm -hmm. I mean, I don't I don't care what a person spends on on their physical fitness. But there seems to be a real value placed on that, like the more you pay, the better you get and that you should be prioritizing physical fitness as high as anything else in your life. And if you are not, then there's something wrong with you or you don't value your health as much as you should. Mm -hmm. Did anything stir up in you when you read that about the $250 versus the $10? Absolutely. And it goes like, for me, like this guy has the privilege mm -hmm. of being able to spend what he wants to spend on a gym. Mm -hmm. And not only that, he has the time to spend it there. Mm -hmm yeah i find privilege in being able to do what you legitimately want to do yeah is uh is huge yeah. and it's something that i don't think a lot of people consider no yeah i think a lot of times it's dismissed as a question of priorities and real life isn't taken into consideration mm -hmm. like it's or another excuse mm -hmm. and not to say that the person paying 250 doesn't have to make some sacrifices oh, to make that happen yeah however not everybody has the privilege of even making those sacrifices, right? Okay. If, your, if your priorities come down to choosing whether to buy the green peppers or the red peppers because the green peppers are less expensive, right? Or whether to buy new shoes this month for all of the kids or spreading them out over three months, like then you're not really in the situation of even even be able to consider a $250 a month right. gym membership. Yeah, sometimes it's just completely out of reach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think a lot of times that's really um, 
overlooked and then people are looked down upon mm-hmm. as so they're not making good choices. It kind of reminds me of the Southern meme that I see often on Pinterest whenever I look for fitness motivation sayings. It's that choose your hard one. Oh, yes. Have you seen it? Absolutely. So it starts out, it, it talks about marriage is hard, divorce is hard, choose your hard. And then it uses the O word, but let's say being in a larger body is hard. Being fit is hard. Choose your hard. Being in debt is hard. Being financially disciplined is hard. Choose your hard. Communication is hard. Not communicating is hard. Choose your hard. And then it says life will never be easy. It will always be hard, but we can choose our hard. Pick wisely. And this one just, oh God, it just drives me nuts because yes, it's true. Life will never be easy. There's always going to be hard things that's going on. And we we can do hard things. Like I love Glennon Doyle and we can rise to challenges and we can mm-hmm. do hard things. But this assumption that we can choose our heart and the the ending saying there pick wisely like like there is a clear right or wrong answer and if you don't pick the right answer then you are not a good person like oh, there's what? so much gray between those like marriage versus divorce there's a whole lot that oh, happens i've been there that. uh that's not an easy choice <laughs> let me just uh, not to mention the same goes for the for the for the finances mm-hmm. like you can work all day every day and still have you know mm-hmm. it everything it is different for every person and there's so much gray in life so it's much. not all black and white like these yeah. memes read yeah and i think that placing so much morality on one choice being the good or bad like who are we to oh, be yeah. so righteous oh exactly like, who are you? Like, just, like, take the marriage one. Like, I'm assuming they're saying that staying married is the better choice. How do you know? Oh, How yeah. do you know in any situation? Divorce could absolutely be the right choice. And the, the I was going to say the easy choice, but no. It's, not, it's, it's still not an easy choice, but sometimes it <laughs> might be the best choice. Mm-hmm. Right? And what, But when they talk about being in a larger body and being fit and choose widely, like, oh, God, like. One is they're not mutually exclusive. I was just about to say, you can be in a larger body and be fit. Absolutely, mm-hmm. you can. And that is just a simple choice, like to choose not to be fat. Why would anyone choose to make life harder for themselves? Because the world is not set up for people in larger bodies. No, it's, it's just not. not. But also, it's okay if you're in a larger body. The world cannot tell you that you are less than because mm-hmm. of the size of your body. They should not tell you, you that you're a less than. They try to. They try to. No, yeah. But they should not. <laughs> Keep and reminding yourself that your body is not a decider of your worth. Absolutely not. No, you cannot measure your value on the scale. And though we, I don't believe that we can choose our body size. We talked about the genetics and all of that. We can't choose the size of the body that we live in, but we can choose what we do with that body. And we can be any size body and be fit Mm -hmm. you know it's but also there is no morality to making that choice sure you know what i mean like if fitness isn't a priority to you for any reason that is not for me to judge absolutely not. like that's your life you get to decide what you're doing with this life absolutely and that's i think what i really hate about these types of messages is they're so righteous and they really make people wrong Mm mm-hmm for just existing absolutely and it's like a personal attack sometimes when you read something that feels like that so when that's shared like you don't know who's going to be on the other end of it Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. how damaging they could be realistically yeah yeah i think they're put out there with the intention that it will motivate people to make a positive lifestyle change air quote good 
choice, <laughs> right? <laughs> but we can never motivate someone from a place of shame and guilt and coercion and pressure and making them feel like they're less than. Mm -hmm. It might get you at the door for a little while, but it certainly won't result in long lasting behavior change um, and feeling good about yourself. Mm -hmm. Is there anything else you want to add about this before we kind of I think we covered a lot of different things. Yeah. <laughs> it because I don't know, it's it is multifaceted, right? It doesn't, mm -hmm. it's not just like we said, it's not black or white. It's everything in the middle and how how it affects everyone differently. So I would be up for some pointers to move on from those feelings okay. if you have any for us. Okay. Well, I wrote down a few things that I want to leave you with. Because it's easy to say, you know, when you see stuff like this, just scroll on by and delete. And often, like you said at the beginning, mm -hmm. often you can do that. Yeah, you can ignore a lot of them that, you know, you might not like it, but you're like, whatever. Yeah. But every now and then something comes across and it just really sticks. Mm -hmm. And it, it stirs up uncomfortable feelings. And you can internalize that and, and go back to that place where you think that you're wrong and there's something wrong with you and you should try to fix yourself to fit in better with society. Mm -hmm. And so I want to equip you with some strategies for if and when that happens so that you can be resilient and not let these things take hold. So the first thing that I want you to remember, and especially in these coming months when diet culture and fitness culture is going to be really loud, mm -hmm. right? Like we are coming into the whole new year, new you season and it's, oh God, it's so toxic, but you got to stand strong. You're yes. laughing like you want to say something. Oh, I'm just thinking that. about it. So you, you get to the New Year, New Year because you might have enjoyed too much over the holidays. You know what? You enjoy whatever feels good for you. Yes. And I think we're going to have another conversation about <laughs> that shortly. <laughs> yes. About getting through the holidays without needing to reinvent yourself. Or, mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So here's your, here's your tools. So when you see these toxic shaming messages come across your feed over the next few weeks i want you to first of all remember number one you are the boss of your body and that's a something you can write down and put on post-it notes and plaster everywhere that you need the reminder but you are the boss of your body and that means you get to decide how you want to spend your time how you want to spend your money what you want to do as far as movement how you want to feed your body it is your choice and nobody else gets to decide that for you or mm -hmm. make you feel less than because of the choices that you make. And number two is you are enough exactly as you are. Nothing about you needs to change. If society doesn't approve of you, that is a them issue. Your work is in learning to know that you are enough and you are worthy of love and acceptance and respect unconditionally, no matter what. Whether you work out or not, whatever you choose to eat, how you spend your money, how you spend your time, what you do or you don't do, your worth is innate. Nobody can take that from you. You are worthy just because you exist. And if you're seeing any of these things come across your feed and reading them makes you think, oh, maybe I should spend more at the gym or maybe I should join a gym or maybe I should watch what I eat a little bit more closely. Anytime here, you're smiling again. Well, I said I should this morning when we were working out. And you're like, Lisa, what do you know about the word should? It's a red flag. <laughs> it's a red flag. Anytime you hear yourself shooting on yourself, it is a red flag to notice that your not good enough voice is activated. And you're in a place of trying to fix yourself and change yourself. Should is your shame voice. 
So whenever you hear should come up in your brain, try to switch it to go, I could. What was the thing you said you should do? Walking on my lunch break. Ah, mm-hmm. yep. Instead of I should go walking on my lunch break, what about I could go walking on my mm-hmm. lunch break? And I could not also. That's where, right. yeah, could. That's way better. Yeah, but and it feels lighter when you can. It feels like, so much right? better. Yeah. Like I could do that if I want to, if I have the time, if it like I have the energy. Mm-hmm. But when you should, it's just like, yeah. yeah. But if I don't, there's something wrong with me. That's right. right? Yep. Yeah. So could. Could brings you into what matters to you, what choices are available to you. And and then the other layer to this you can ask yourself is, what would I do if I knew that I was enough no matter what? Because should comes from I'm not good enough. But if you go, if you combat should with, well, what would I do if I knew I was good enough? It brings you into, well, I could. could do something or I could not. But either way, I'm not going to beat myself up for it. Mm-hmm. And then if you want to be moving more or making changes to your eating habits, if that is something that is a priority to you and a desire of yours, then I want you to really clean up your why. So check in with yourself and ask, am I motivated by guilt and shame here? And am I, or am I comparing myself to others? Am I feeling like I should do something that I need to fix myself? And if that's the case, then I really want you to come back to like, why is this important to me? Why do I want to make these changes in my life? And instead of fixing, consider how making these changes will add to your life. How can it be an act of love and self-care to yourself? And then notice how that changes how you approach the new habits when you're coming at it from a place of loving yourself, caring for yourself rather than fixing yourself. I've just gone through that whole last, well, a lot of these myself. Um, with, I am obviously here working with you twice a week and it's to just improve how I feel. And as I'm feeling stronger, I'm finding that I do actually want to make more nourishing choices in my meals Mm -hmm. just because it's, why would I go work out all morning and then eat something to make me feel, feel gross again? Like Mm -hmm. it just seems counterproductive. Yeah. Yeah. So it's knowing that adding some nutrition into mm-hmm. your meals is going to give you that energy that you desire and mm-hmm. help you feel your best to get you through the day and fuel your workouts so you get more from them. Mm-hmm. Right. That is like how this is going to add to my life. Absolutely. Not what should I do yeah. to try to lose weight. And this weight. is just my new self-care because it feels good mm-hmm. and it makes me all sorts of positives that go along with it. Mm-hmm. Now, coming back to this meme, let's tie this up. When you read that and it stirred up all these feelings, what did you do to help bring yourself back to the truth, to what you know is true? So after I read it, I I reminded myself that their opinion of me didn't matter. Whether it um, was the way this guy was judging the guy at the gym or whoever believes these things, what they think is not a reflection of what is real to me. Um it's hard to to not to move to move past these things but i know that my body is not making me less than like i am worth it and i know these things and i reminded myself of that mm-hmm. um it took some time uh it probably took the rest of the day or whatever day it was but i remember being like no this is not ruining my day because mm-hmm. their thoughts of me do not matter yeah yeah, it, do, it does. It, there are some emotions that need mm-hmm. to be processed. And yeah, it might take some time to sort of filter those through your body and make sense of them. But at the end of the day, you know, you can rest in 
there is a whole bunch of assumptions and privilege and misinformation in that post. Mm-hmm. And you're right. It means nothing about you. Yeah. And, and the truth is that you are so much more than a body. You are worthy exactly as you are. Mm-hmm. And you are the boss of your body and you're That's making right. the choices that feel best for you. Mm-hmm. And no one can tell me that what I've chosen for myself is wrong. Exactly. Yeah. I think, and that's that's a really good note to finish on. Nobody else gets to decide what is right for any other individual. So when you see those posts come along, just keep that in mind that only you know what is best and right for you. That is a good one to finish on. Yeah. All right. Well, my friends, thank you so much for tuning in today from both Lisa and I. We really appreciate you being here and we hope that you have a great week and you find some joyful movement in there. And we will see you back here next week with more Fitzbo free motivation. In the meantime, be well and here's to your radiant vitality. Thanks for tuning into the Power in Motion podcast today. If you love what you're learning here, then I invite you to take the next step of embodying these concepts into your own life so that you can live your healthiest, happiest life and never again feel held back by your body. Coaching is the fastest, most efficient pathway to taking what you know in your head to actually applying it and seeing results. Whether you're looking to make changes around movement, food, body image, or all three, I'm here to help you nurture a kind, respectful, and trusting relationship with your body so you can feel your very best. Click the link in the show notes to book a free consultation and together we'll uncover what's getting in the way of you having the results you want. You'll leave this call knowing exactly what you need to work on and together we'll explore whether one of my coaching offers is a good fit for you. I can't wait to meet you.